amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Just to warn you, we're basically like a, a den of rattlesnakes in Phoenix this morning after that loss to the Blazers. I hope your morning is going better. <laughs> well, I can imagine that it's been tough for you guys, especially since the Suns haven't been that great. They dropped seven of their last ten games. Losing to the Blazers feels like rock bottom, Brett. It feels like an inflection point. That's a seven-win team now. They lost seven in a row. It's the Blazers. The Suns had the halftime lead and then just got kind of run off the court late in the third and couldn't make a fourth quarter run at it the way they did against the Wizards. If you combine the Wizards' win, which was concerning in its own right, with the Blazers' loss, does this reach a new level of concern for you about the Phoenix Suns? I think so, and I think it's for a couple of different reasons. And the biggest thing that stood out for me in last night's game against Portland is that this team just looked very predictable on the offensive yeah. end of the floor. I mean, you were going to give the ball to Kevin Durant or Devin Booker every single possession. Booker wasn't going to be shooting threes. He wants to get in the mid-range area. The same goes for Kevin Durant. And then when Phoenix would double one of them, sure, you have the other guy open. Like, if Booker's getting doubled, you still have Durant and vice versa. But who else is really going to step up for this team? Grayson Allen wasn't hitting anything from three. Eric Gordon wasn't hitting anything from three. And you don't have any real playmakers outside of those guys, especially with Bradley Beal still injured. So it's just this is kind of what you're going to get with the Phoenix Suns. You invested so much money in those three stars to the point where you don't have other guys that can go out and create shots for themselves. Whereas you look at Portland, they're not a great team, but you have Anthony Simons, you have Malcolm Brogdon, even Scoot Henderson can create plays. Jeremy Grant can create plays. So I think that's really where Phoenix had problems. And, and on the defensive side of things, they just weren't able to get stops when they needed it. It seemed like every time Phoenix hit a big shot or went on a small run early in the third quarter or late in the second quarter, Portland had an answer. So I think that this is a concerning time for the Suns, and they do need to figure things out offensively in terms of spreading the ball a little bit more but I think a lot of it revolves around defense and just getting stops when it matters most. I, I think you're right on both fronts. Defensively, I'm always at the point, Brett, where I'm like, you know, this was not a team put together to be a defensive juggernaut. This was a team that was put together mm -hmm. to be an offensive juggernaut. And when the offense is struggling, a whole lot, as you mentioned and alluded to, a whole lot of just standing around by everybody who's not Devin Booker or Kevin Durant. And he, even they're standing around if the other one's got the ball. What... What is the fix? Frank Vogel's not an offensive guy. Can he fix the offense? Do we need a Terry Stotts or Mike D'Antoni offensive consultant intervention at this point? Is Can this be fixed, in your opinion? Right, and to quickly build off of that, I feel like that when the, when the offense is struggling, that just shows the flaws on defense even more because yes. now they're having to put even more pressure on that side of the floor. But to answer your question about how you fix this offense, I, I do think it's simple. I think that they have the personnel to be a good offensive team. And outside of Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal when he returns, I think that these other guys can thrive where they just have to move off the ball. A guy like Nazir Little can really make a living in this league by cutting to the basket and being a guy that sets screens, rolls to the rim, cuts off of screens, uh, off the ball, and then even Eric Gordon, he can hold a similar role of what we saw with the Golden State Warriors in the years where running off screens, being a three-point shooting threat. 
And then Yusuf Nurkic, he's a guy that can screen and pop or he can screen and roll to the rim. So I, I think that it just needs to be a lot more off-the-ball movement other than just Kevin Durant bringing the ball up, taking the mid-range shot, because Portland knew that was coming. Washington knew that was coming. And those are two of the worst teams in the league. So when you look at their upcoming schedules, teams like the Kings, the Dallas Mavericks, the Houston Rockets, they're going to know what's coming. Those are three teams that are all vying for playoff spots in the Western Conference. So if the Suns are going to be able to turn things around, I think it starts with, A, being able to move the ball, which we saw Booker and Durant be able to do early on in the season with success. And then the second thing is they just need to be smarter. you, you got to take better shots. And, and these contested jumpers, even though Kevin Durant and Devin Booker have made them time and time again, they're just not high-percentage shots that are going to be successful. Brett Siegel joining us here on The Drive, Fox Sports 910, National NBA Insider for Clutch Points. The Suns are 14-13. and 13. They've had the easiest strength of schedule in the NBA to this point. Frank Vogel has come under a lot of criticism here locally, uh, Brett. I, I, I don't know your perspective, but do you think Frank Vogel deserves part of the blame for what we're seeing on the court for the Phoenix Suns? Sure. I think that he's definitely deserving of blame for this because, like you mentioned, they've had the easiest strength of schedule to this point. And you can just look at the last two games of the product that they put out. <laughs> this is not what Matt Ishbia and the Phoenix Suns envisioned. They didn't envision the this juggernaut team that's supposed to be one of the best offensive teams in the league struggling against the Washington Wizards and Portland Trailblazers. So I definitely think that Frank Vogel deserves some of the blame. And I think that this little, I wouldn't call it a break, but this stretch coming up going into Christmas and then the new year, I think that this is really a time for them to sit down reevaluate where they are in the Western Conference. And then obviously when Bradley Beal returns, integrate him into the system. But it all starts with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker not being the only focal points for this team. You need other guys to step up, and you have to get other guys involved. You know, I, I, I've talked a lot about this, and I'm curious your perspective from the outside. I don't feel like there's anyone on this team right now that is taking ownership of the team. It feels like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are kind of their own thing. Frank Vogel has largely been just kind of a bystander and felt like he was going to do more babysitting than actual coaching in this team. Uh, who who owns this team? Like, who is the leader? Who does? Is it a fair expectation for Devin Booker or Kevin Durant to be more of a leader on the floor other than just making and taking great shots? That is there an expectation that's fair that they need to do more? Well, yeah, that's a really good point because you look at the Phoenix Suns teams in the past, and I'm thinking about that 2020-2021 team, some of the leaders that you had on that team weren't necessarily the best players. I mean, you had DeAndre Ayton on that team, wasn't necessarily a leader, but another guy who would step up. You had Jay Crowder. Mikel Bridges was another voice for this team. So I, I, I do think that that is a big point of emphasis when you look at the Suns of where is production and leadership in the locker really coming from? Because like, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are going to do their own thing. Yusuf Nurkic is a seasoned veteran, but you don't really have those big, loudmouth voices or those veteran presence on your bench. You just have a bunch of guys that you're hoping you can kind of plug in and hope they fit. But other than Eric Gordon, all these guys really haven't held a big role in the league. Chimezi Metu, Drew Eubanks, Jordan Goodwin. I mean, these are guys that they signed to the minimum and guys that have been bench players elsewhere that haven't held big roles. So I, I think that that's definitely an area for concern. And I think that the Phoenix Suns, when you look at, okay, well, what's next for them? I think that they're going to be aggressive heading into the trade deadline with any assets that they have. I think that they're going to really be trying to land one or two other veteran leaders for this team that, that can kind of ease things in the second unit, but most of all help in this locker room. 
All right, let's get weird for a second, and let me qualify this. Zero percent chance of happening. Your point about them putting together other pieces to find a, an answer at the trade deadline, significantly more likely. But tell me who says no to this. Kevin Durant to the Pelicans for Zion, Dyson, Daniels, and Kira Lewis Jr. Who says no to that trade proposal? The Suns probably, right? Probably the Suns. I don't think that the Suns have any thoughts of getting rid of Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant was offered to the Pelicans in a hypothetical scenario, I think that's something that they would definitely consider. But we've seen what the Pelicans have done in recent weeks. They're starting to turn things on with everybody healthy. They have Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and CJ McCollum on the court. Obviously, you just got back Trey Murphy, who I think is one of the most underrated players in this league. And so I think that the New Orleans Pelicans, we're going to see them really turn things on in the coming weeks. I wouldn't be shocked to see them contend for a top three seed in the Western Conference. All right, last question. We know how difficult the West is. We know how big of a climb it is for the Suns. What did you see from the Grizzlies and John Morant last night? You mentioned the Pelicans. They somehow blew a 20-point lead to that to that return to John Morant, although I agree with you. They're still a very good team. Are the, are the Memphis Grizzlies a team that is going to make the West even harder down the stretch? Of course. And I think that the biggest thing that stood out last night from the Grizzlies is the fact that they got their swag back. I mean, all season long, this has been a team that's just been hanging their heads. They haven't had anyone really healthy. Desmond Bain's been their only real productive offensive player. Jaron Jackson has stepped things up in recent weeks. But they've been so predictable in the fact of they're playing all these young guys, and Desmond Bain is the only guy that can create for himself and make shots for this team. Everybody knew that they were beatable. They knew that they were beatable. And it just seemed like things were continuing to trend down. Now you have John Morant comes back, gives them new life. He's a guy that you can depend on. He opens up the floor for Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain. And for the first time all season, we saw it in that post game with John Morant. These guys seemed happy to yeah. be a part of the Memphis Grizzlies. They were celebrating the win. That's something that we haven't seen all year and something that we only saw last season with this team when they won 50 games. So I do think that the Grizzlies got their swag back. I think that they're going to be dangerous moving forward. But to overcome being down 12 games from 500 on the season, that's going to be very tough for them to get back to being relevant. From Clutch Points, National NBA insider Brett Siegel, great conversation. Thanks for joining me this morning. Absolutely. You guys have a great day. You too. Great stuff there. Coming up next, more on the Suns' next steps. You're listening to The Drive. Let me tell you about Plum Smart Plumbing, Heating, and Air because it's the holidays and you need less to worry about, not more to worry about. How about not worrying about your energy efficiency in your home? How about a free energy efficiency report card from Plum Smart? Literally, it's a free energy efficiency report card. I know as a homeowner, I always, more information is better. So there are fewer surprises. So there are fewer moments where I'm like, oh, God, I didn't see that coming. A free energy efficiency report card. What is it? It's a comprehensive review of the energy efficiency of your home. You get a free video to watch in the comfort of your own living room. We're talking leaks in your duct work. 70% of homes have leaks in their air ducts. Plus, insulation levels. You just need to know, before that AC unit's turned on 24-7 again, Find out how you can make your home more energy efficient. It's not going to cost you a thing. It's a free energy efficiency report card from Plum Smart. Just go to their website. It's just plumsmart.com. That's it's just plumsmart.com because plumbers charge too much. Coming. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.